0: Hi everybody, welcome to FNS Wrestling Podcast, Worst of 2022. Yes, it is end of February, late February, and we're just getting around to doing it, but I feel like 2022 is still in the rearview mirror. It's not completely out of sight yet, so we finally got time. It's me. I'm down in the basement. It's Jack. He's across the table. How many days are in February this year? I don't think it's a leap year, but I actually don't know for sure. I was just curious. Uh, No, it's not. It is not. So... We are, uh, it's a holiday here where we live. It's family day, so it's Monday. Well, we don't exist here. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's Canada, Ontario. Actually, I don't even know. I think it's all of Canada, I would assume. But um, let me check right now. Yes, the third Monday in February. Technically not a national, federally mandated holiday, it says. But we have it. So we Weird. found finally found the time to get down here. It's just been really busy with you working and me working and coaching and all kinds of other stuff. So. For this i think we'll pretty much get right into it right again the same as best of we've combined all the rosters because you don't really watch nxt because we used to do separate categories right because NXT's bad um it may come up during this right it and neither of us watch wwe this. too regularly other than pay-per-views you Healy. can you can, sorry you kind of cherry pick highlights from weekly shows and stuff but and then if you tell me to watch something i'll watch it like the cody and sammy promo from this week and whatnot but so I think each category directly corresponds with the best of the year. You usually try to. I and believe. then apparently I see a note on here that you have honorary awards. <laughs> Should I read what it says there? Oh uh, yeah. Honorary awards just to be mean speed round. Oh so. yeah,
1: just to really tough it up. So
0: that won't be me, that will be all you. I mean, you can chime in if you feel like. Yeah, it. I might have some thoughts. I don't I honestly don't know what you're doing cuz I don't think it's on this document, is it? No. Nope. So it purposely didn't put great. it. Great, it'll be a surprise to yeah. me. Uh yeah, so I think what we can do is maybe i'll give the category you can give nominees and then we can do picks yeah are we gonna try and alternate because we get confused sometimes you want me to do my thing what's that
1: before we go into the actual one you want to go speed round first or after we're done i'll do it now okay
0: go ahead so i can sit back i should have brought coffee why didn't i okay
1: uh worst return carrying cross right yep uh least attractive toxic attraction yeah (laughs) just for the irony of it yep uh, worst appearance change. I put a tie for Edge's haircut. When remember when he got that, or uh, Finn Balor's new pants. What about scripts? New whole new. Or look. scripts that works too. I, I would chime in, there, yeah. although he's disappeared. That's true. I, I think saw they him might on have, level up or something. I
0: think they might have realized that it was absolutely the worst uh, the thing. The creativity ever. award goes to
1: WWE for having the same flat stage for ninety percent of their shows this year, unless it's in a stadium. Right. Uh, least likely for m- for an MMA transition. One, I guess.
0: Uh, Marina Shafir.
1: Carrying Cross. Oh yeah. Uh, rising Star of the Year, Dolph Ziggler, because he rose from NXT to the main roster success. He did. He did, uh, finally. Worst title reign through. of the
0: year, Liv Morgan. Worst what? Sorry, title run. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably fair.
1: Uh, best pay-per-view name, day one. Is that... Uh, you're
0: being sarcastic.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why is that? Okay. Uh, gimmick Change slash Push of the Year. Uh, Madcap Moss and Butch. Get that one?
0: Yeah, they're both phenomenal. Uh,
1: nickname of the Year one, I guess. Uh, Scripts? Seth freaking Rollins. Oh, you do hate that. Gross. Uh, name of the year, uh, just in general. Uh, we got a, I put a tie between uh, Rip Fowler of Schism. Yes, because uh, I can't remember it no yeah. matter what. R- Rip Fowler, Meechin, which I guess could also be a name change, Butch yep. or Valhalla, which is just that's stupid. Uh, team name of the year, I'd go Brawling Brutes or Banger Bros. Yeah. Uh, and finally, the worst tattooed female wrestler with green hair and a tank goes to Shashi Blackheart.
0: Fi- you had to get her in here since yeah. you might not win any awards. Oh, yeah. Because she ran a lot of categories for you last year, right? Yeah, she was a little more prominent uh, last year. She was. so. Was it all main roster last year or was she NXT still?
1: It was mostly NXT. I right. Think, like, so, or... And that's why, because we were watching it. And, and she was also tag champs with Ember Moon for a decent bit. Whatever, right. So,
0: Right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's move into the official awards. So our first category is going to be worst commentator Ooh. nominees uh Booker
1: T which I could if we did this in 2017 I'd put him there too. Yes. Uh Vic Joseph Jr and Corey Graves which is weird coming from you like from Corey Graves like used to be ago. like
0: good and my favorite WWE commentator but it's like they've gotten to him right? He's now programmed to do things the WWE I way. mean you
1: should hope he starts wrestling again cuz maybe that'll be that'll turn out better.
0: And JR's just too so old and crotchety and just like bitter about everything it seems. Um And Vic Joseph just doesn't call moves, right? But anyways. uh, I didn't
1: even care about that until you pointed it out.
0: Uh, Your pick. You can go first if you like for this one.
1: Uh, Very borrowing from yours as well as Booker T because I didn't like him even when I was a child. uh, And I definitely don't like him now. He's pretty short lived for 2022. Like, they didn't the commentary change doesn't feel that long ago. No, I haven't even heard him much either because I don't watch that crap show. But when you um, sometimes you're in the room when I'm watching it, so you yeah. get enough of hearing. Uh, he, but he's still really bad every time I see him, and the memories live long. Yes, he, you're right. He hasn't
0: been around for much of 2022, but he also it is Booker T is winning this for me. And also,
1: I, I know you said, but like Barrett was good. Like I really like. Barrett, yeah, Barrett was
0: so. completely fine. So yeah. this is a, a big downgrade. So they have taken, NXT has taken steps to improve from the 2.0 era that was absolutely awful, but Booker on commentary, like you just said, is a big step back from Wade Barrett. Mm -hmm. Um, He doesn't really make sense when he speaks. It becomes clear that he doesn't really watch much of the product, I don't think, beyond NXT. Also, some of the things he says is just, they're weird. And sometimes Vic Joseph will ask him a direct question or sort of lead him towards a specific topic and he just completely misses it and leaves it sitting there. So. I honestly don't think he adds anything. The only thing this year or maybe it wasn't even this year, I don't know when it happened, but when Roxanne Perez won and he was super happy for her it was like
1: end of last year technically. So
0: that was nice, but like as a week to week commentator, he he's heel, right? He detracts from the show usually, but it's almost like he's not committed to any of it kind of thing cuz he still got a root for Roxanne Perez, right? Um but anyways, he's the worst. So he wins easily. Mm-hmm. Pretty easily for me. Mm-hmm. I don't even have an honorable mention. It was so <laughs> such a landslide alright so now let's. this one was hard for me it was the last one I actually filled in I think today it finally. was hard
1: for me to think of more nominees that's yes. like cause like the term like non-wrestling performer it's like it's so um vague so it
0: is worst non-wrestling performer so that is not commentators and not in-ring performers right
1: so I guess managers would count
0: yes managers valets I guess if you want to People use that antiquated really term yeah anyone who barely wrestles or doesn't wrestle but is involved so nominees
1: Oh, um honorable mention we didn't put him here for Tully Blanchard for losing his own faction. That didn't yeah, that's last true. that long. Yes. Um but so we have Julia Hart of House of Black, uh Sam Roberts from whatever he does on the pre shows. I don't even know. The entirety of the bump, just everyone who's regularly. Uh, I don't there. mind
0: the one the K- girl Kayla Braxton. Yeah, West, I think she's she did okay. stuff before the bump, but now right. she's
1: on the bump, so it sucks. She's kinda cool. And Satnam sinks. He doesn't wrestle most of the time, so I feel like that weren't right. so he, and he's really bad.
0: I'll go first this time. Um so I don't really watch WWE pre-shows anymore since they've gone, A, completely to no matches now. The and last
1: match I remember being on a pre-show was day one. So at least it's been like
0: only right. a year-ish. So, but it feels
1: like it's been a long time.
0: And part of the reason I don't like watching them is because of Sam Roberts. But I can't give him this award because I really don't see him. I, I I avoid him, basically. And I don't really watch the bump other when it's because you leave the WWE network all the, on all the time. So when I turn on the TV, sometimes it's there. So oh, I hate the bump. By so the much. process of elimination, because Satnam Singh doesn't really bother me, I have to give this to Julia Hart here. Um, not entirely her fault. The House of Black seemed to be like adrift at best in WWE or AEW. Sorry, like I don't really know what they're doing at any point. It seems like just when they're about to sort of heat them up and do something, they disappear again for a long time. Right? She doesn't seem to wrestle. She doesn't really seem to add anything to that faction. She doesn't really seem to fit in with that faction. Right? So, um. And it, she's super young still, so maybe she'll turn into a useful performer. But for now, I just think it's a bad fit uh, in her minor role. So I I don't strongly dislike her, but again, this category was tough. But I don't think she adds anything, so Julia Hart gets it for me. Hmm. And I, I wonder what's getting it for you. I don't think she's
1: bad enough, though, because like, I don't like her either, but she's just so like, non-existent to me. Right. Um, but I'm gonna go with the bump. Just I, thought everyone you there. Might. I hate I hate them so much because it's I hate the whole show. So this is more of a critique on the show. But it's everyone certainly there not is so aimed at us. Too. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. It's I hate it the most sort of anything they do on the network because I know you got to fill the network with programming, but it's just like it's abysmal every time. Like, I mean, I don't love the this is awesome thing with the Craig Miller dude, but yeah. that's I don't know. There's some content there because I do like seeing like the stuff. That and comes the bump like, that, they, That's all right.
0: are they in character and stuff when they're on? For the most part, right? Like, yeah. they're not. Yeah. It, that's what I hate about it. Yeah. It's like, it's trying to be like this outside thing, right? Like, that they might have
1: done like the mid 2000s. I know they used to do that, but it's like, <laughs> it feels like it's 80s. It's stuck 90s. in this weird limbo between real life and kayfabe because it's trying to be like this outside thing. Like, as if you have like a talk show, like, let's say, like, you're on the channel after Raw, and you're talking about it, but like, it's right. like a But like, it's clearly still stuck in kayfabe yes. somewhat, right? But they're trying to be which like makes this cool it thing pointless. That's like, right. Which makes it so painfully cringy every time i watch it for even a minute like i try to what i just i hate it i hate everything and like uh it's so annoying watching the especially the people on there um interact like that ryan popola i think matt camp is the one dude uh and then braxton which and they always have like they, they do like the games and they're stupid like when, especially when they're like related to like say royal rumble time yeah like, it's so weird the wrestlers look dumb on there too like because they're like they act weird too, right? Because it's just kind of a byproduct of that. And then sometimes they have guests via video call, which, like, I watched the one where they had Braun Strowman. And it looked like crap. Like, <laughs> it was just so bad. And I hate, I just hate every one of the people there. It just makes everyone look bad. So, so they they all horrible. get it from you. They, every single person on the bump ever.
0: Nice. Uh, next category is biggest regression. So the person that we thought took the biggest step back this year. Um, either could be whatever criteria you use for it, right? So, um, nominees while you're drinking hot chocolate? Um,
1: Ronda Rousey, Sammy Guevara, Britt Baker, and Wardlow.
0: Yeah, just to sort of explain some of them. Like, I thought Guevara was kind of looking good and had a lot of potential and then just got into jazz or whatever else and stuck in a feud that took months and months and months and didn't really accomplish a lot. Um, Britt Baker just went from the face of the women's division, right, and just being awesome. Not that she's still not good or still doesn't have a presence, but just... Like, the category is a regression yeah, from where she was. Yeah, like a high for her. And same with Wardlow, right? By the end of the year, he was kind of, after a huge storyline with um, MJF, was just kind of gone and forgotten for a little bit.
1: Right, to the point where I would rather Alan or Joe have the title.
0: And then Rousey, you know. Sucks. Yeah, so uh, your, go ahead. You're first for the this easy one. easy pick is
1: Rousey. Like, I didn't care a ton when she came back um but like i was kind of dope because like she really came into her own um at the end of her first one because i was was really not a fan at the first time yeah i agree but like she i you kind of had to be eventually right like i did respect like she was pretty good yep for the lack of experience she had i was hoping she would freshen up the scene a lot because she is unique right so it's Mm -hmm. like i think her and baszler are um really unique in the division right but boy was i wrong her feud with charlotte was lame and I'm sure that'll come up again (laughs) um she didn't even win the title in Mania she won the rumble and she won the she didn't even win the title of Mania Yeah, which you know that's fine because sometimes they don't win the title and that's fine right like Brock won the Brock won the or he won the rumble he didn't win the title but like she won at Wrestlemania Backlash the pay-per-view after you couldn't like chuck it on Mania and it was an I quit match you couldn't chuck that on
0: Mania like too busy doing comedy matches right
1: like her feud with Liv Morgan was abysmal too like her ma- the matches were gross too. I don't feel like anything Ramsey uh were did bad was matches. anything of note. Um, there wasn't anything she did that was a note that I liked. Um her matches were not good. None of them on par or better than her first run. Her match with Shotzi was really bad too, just as bad as Morgan, if not worse. Uh she was really boring the whole time. Anything I saw from her, um, completely boring as a character. Uh she's been far diminished as a star attraction for them, I think um was yes. prana on TV for how good she has been this past year. um I was even a little concerned she made drag down baser by association, which is odd to say because I thought that that would be a really cool, like, on paper, that's a really cool team. But yeah, I think that, it is. that was um, 2019 and not uh, 2022. Um, she was not good this year, nowhere near the level of her first one. Just nothing was good. And, like, I mean, I wish I was more upset when she lost the title of the Flair, and I still was because why did that happen? But, I mean,. At least Charlotte didn't end a good run. True,
0: yeah. For me, it had to be Rousey as well. I was never really a fan of her. There was a time where I had to acknowledge that, like, considering how long she'd been wrestling, she was doing a pretty decent job. And honestly, she was getting a really strong crowd reaction, right? And it seems she seems to have just gotten worse in the ring and worse care, like everything. It's like she doesn't really care as much. I don't know what it is. Um, so she returns and they put her immediately at the top of the, car- the card, where these like deficiencies were glaringly obvious right the matches match quality was way down character work was not connecting with the crowd like it was yet like she's getting ton of time on shows and on ple's so i think and as time passes her mainstream appeal her appeal beyond the world of wrestling lessons and lessons right she's she's no longer an active mma star um, it's like kind of people either know her as a WWE person or not at all. And then sort of her value to them is really gone because they love that mainstream appeal, right? Which I don't really mm-hmm. think she has anymore. So she won this one pretty easily. This
1: year me. more than ever, I stand by my, my opinion, Shayna Baszler is far better.
0: Because Guevara puts on good matches. He's yeah. just underused. Guevara had
1: some like good stuff this year. It's just he was, I don't know. I was expecting him to step forward and he stepped back. That, yeah, the, the turn with Conti should have been... Yes, that step forward, and, and I feel like it could have been. But then they had the weird heel versus heel thing with Men of the Year and Top Team, right? And then him and Scorp Ugh, started was hot potatoing the TNT title a couple times, which doesn't didn't really do much for them. Or we could have thrown Lambert didn't, in for non wrestling. That much performer. for any of
0: them. So hey, hmm? we could have thrown Lambert in for non wrestling. Oh. performance. Now that you just said that, damn,
1: missed opportunity.
0: And not the guy. There's times where I've liked him, but not in that storyline. Uh, anyways, our next category is for worst feud of the year. Um,
1: next, all right. So we have Gacy and Breaker, Jazz and Blackpool, which was the entire oh my year. Oh yeah. Uh, Owens and Ezekiel, Honor no more versus Impact, Sting and Darby versus Lethal and Jared, Charlotte and Rousey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat McAfee and Ass Corbin, as Pat McAfee would say. Right. Uh, and Liv Morgan and Rousey. So Rousey's on here twice. Is it my <laughs> turn?
0: Yeah, so I sort of eliminate the main roster WWE because I'm not watching their weekly TV to get the full effect of how bad these things are. But one show that I do watch every week and review, and I don't even mind either performer in separate areas, but the feud between Braun Breaker and Joe Gacy killed me. It was long, boring, devoid of any possibility that Gacy would ever win. Remember they kidnapped Rick Steiner, uh, they stole the Hall of Fame ring, and then just all the cryptic, like, kind of Wyatt style promos by Gacy and it just went on and on and on, knowing that Brock or sorry, Brock Braun was never at risk to lose ever to this guy. And it was just week after week of ridiculousness. So um for me that was pretty easily although I did also honorable mention for me would be ooh, I was gonna say Honor No More Impact Wrestling because that was but Jazz Bullet or Black Bull Combat Club. At Black least Club. at least there was some decent matches there. So Honor No More Impact In was and the also arena rough. was yeah dope. Yep, but Breaker and Gacy, that was awful. They win for me. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I was between two picks uh, and given the last category, it'll be no surprise that uh, both of my top contenders have Rousey as half of the feud. Mm-hmm. Um, but honorable mention to Sting and Jarrett thing because <laughs> why was that still a thing in any capacity? Um, and also Pat McAfee Corbin because I wasn't, I don't like Pat McAfee anymore um but i was between rousey and flair or rousey and Liv morgan uh and i went with uh the latter uh surely or Sir, sure i didn't i really didn't care about flair versus rousey even though it came back to bite us the end of the year it was short-lived and it was over in two matches and the two matches didn't completely suck mm-hmm. did i like them god no but they were okay um the same cannot be said whatsoever for the rousey morgan saga over the summer slash kind of early fall depending on how you look at it um every time they were in the ring together it sucked and managed to do a huge disservice to both of them by the time they were done and i was a huge fan to begin with like i never saw the hype in live morgan i still think she sucks i don't think she's she's um overrated by many people she was clearly not a credible champion to me and yes very overrated but this feud did her further disservice and it even killed her popularity like I mean, say what you want. Like, she, I don't think she was great, but she
0: was popular did objectively. Rousey, did Rousey dominate her in every match? I know she did in at More least so, one. so, yeah. And yeah. a one um, was really short.
1: And uh, well, one of them was a cash in. Right. Um, and the Summerslam one was pretty short too. Um, and then there's the Extreme Rules ones that uh, you didn't like. Yes. Um, but don't like, like much on their PLEs lately. The choice to have her when Money in the Bank and title run is still baffling to me. But I'll admit, like, they didn't do her any favors in this feud. Like. I think she was the that bad champion I kind of expected, but they could have tried at least, and they really did just horrible. And the SummerSlam defense was horrible. Like, she was just never the best champion, and she never should have had it, but Rousey really made this worse, especially that Extreme Rules match. Like, the whole... That whole thing. The whole feud is just brutal. It's like they were trying to
0: give Liv a chance, and then Rousey came along, and they're like, it's nope. Like
1: they tried the Liv Morgan experiment, but never actually tried
0: it, because it's like they killed it from the start. But like, didn't really replace it with anything better in Rousey, either. No. Right? So. It was just,
1: like, bad all, all around horrible, yes.
0: Uh, so next, we're looking at worst storyline. So more than just a feud, right? It's like an entire story going through it, not just the series of matches, but the story yeah. surrounding anything else. Mm-hmm. So what do you... Uh, I noticed my first nominee there.
1: <laughs> anything involving the schism.
0: <laughs> yeah, anything with Gacy, Dyad, because at, at some point they weren't the schism right now, they are. At so. some point they weren't even the Dyad. Anything involving them, and it's funny, because like as a wrestler per, for wrestler, I like them. It's just this group is I bad. also remember you
1: were like optimistic about Gacy at the very beginning of 2.0. I was. Because he... Uh, and that was when he was pretty bad, too. When
0: he was doing the woke heel thing, I, I would thought that was kind of interesting and see where he would go. Now I don't even know what it is. Now it's like Bray Wyatt light sort of thing. <laughs> and I don't like Bray Wyatt full calories, so I don't mm-hmm. like the light one either.
1: Uh, the Austin Theory Money in the Bank saga. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Um, Honor No More invading. Quote invade <laughs> Impact Wrestling, yeah. Uh,
0: ROH joining AEW. Yep. And Kevin Owens Ezekiel's saga. Yeah, that was kind of silly. I think it's you this time, isn't it? I just did mine um
1: yes it is um i think the worst Star line was more of a booking decision but i'll have to go here since it kind of serves both purposes and and we only have this like it's i think it's only in here so i'm gonna go with the austin theory money in the bank thing because that was a huge waste of time and energy in every sense of the term uh it served nothing at all i know cody didn't pan out but they could have done anything else for money in the bank mm-hmm. uh first of all he entered the match last minute after losing the u.s title um in the same night so then he won the briefcase and when he won the briefcase we were already off to a rocky start then they did like the the greatest plan ever when someone holds money in the bank you have them lose over and Non-stop. over and over because guess what he has a guaranteed title shot so he'll win eventually right. right but like it's such a bad strategy every time then there are a few instances where they like or are instances where like he is about to cash in but like he gets cut off before he technically cashes in so yep. it's like a fail but he still has it so like he get cut off by the bloodline of Brock Lesnar or whatever like SummerSlam for instance, um those were really lame and those further made him look stupid right and then you had the tease of an NXT cash in which was kind of a neat idea I remember kind of liking that possibility. Yeah, that would not have a problem with. I like the much. possibility, but from another view, that's kind of lame. Like if you have to go to cash into NXT, that's like you know. Um, then that brings us to the real cash in itself. So take yourselves back to this night. I'm gonna relive this atrocity. Uh, Rollins just won the U.S. title from Lashley under nefarious circumstances, like, a couple weeks ago. Um, so Lashley understandably won a rematch, um, after, so I think it was, like, a couple weeks ago. Um, then Lashley just battered him a bunch, but with no match, so that does, uh, that already doesn't make sense, just beating him up. Just for payback, I guess. Then theory comes in to cash in on a made card title, which is one hundred percent not how this works. And I know they say that because I remember
0: you were so every, mad about it.
1: Every Money in the Bank match they ever introduced, it's like saying in the Royal Rumble both of you have to touch the floor. It's Money in the Bank's for a world title match, and that's how it's always been. That's how it is. Guess not. Um, but Rollins just got demolished. You may think, oh, it's it's okay. Theory's gonna at least get an easy win. It's fine. First of all, he couldn't put away Rollins despite him being already banged up. Then Lashley took out the ref, beat the crap out of Theory on the other side. Then he almost got counted out, which is pretty bad. Then he got stomped, so he lost the cash-in on a mid-card title on a wounded champion. Which was one of the stupidest decisions all year because there were so many ways to get the case off, but like that was the worst possible way they could have done it. So that's the dumbest thing I've seen all year. It feels like they just
0: hit the escape hatch on but, him, like, right? But like in the worst way possible. There's they... so
1: many other ways
0: you could do it. did, that's it, the thing. did it coincide with Vince being gone? Oh, so, this is like a few, a little while
1: after Vince was gone, like a right. few months. Like he had he had the briefcase for a decent bit still.
0: Yeah, so uh, they they went with all their tropes: the guy losing constantly and almost cash-ins they they went for it all in that storyline and you did not enjoy it mm-hmm. for me uh the worst for i thought this year um was just because it kept going and going and i didn't really think anything interesting ever came from it and that was honor no more invading impact so that was your favorite at, at the risk of being rude it's a group of like d-list performers from a dead company right Then trying to be presented like they matter somehow, or like... it's be nice, it's D-List performers and Matt Taven. And, yeah, and that somehow them showing up in Impact affects anybody, right? So, and it was just standard group tag matches against different combinations of Impact roster who weren't involved in anything else, and Honor No More seemed to lose more than they won, if I remember correctly. They just didn't look impressive, right? And you've got Matt Taven and PCO, among others, are not people that I want to see on TV every week, and it was just it really, really was a weak attempt at getting this group on TV and getting them some sort of attention. It just didn't work. But
1: they were tag team champions.
0: It did not work at all for me. Uh, next, we have uh, what does that say? Least interesting wrestling story in real life. So outside of actual wrestling, like a news story kind of, deal. right? So nominees: um, Rick Flair's
1: retirement. <laughs> yeah, supposedly. Uh, the Ring of Honor TV service, which I think they're actually going to start. Yeah, so but I it guess it like kind of counts.
0: Talking about it forever though, and it wasn't yeah. really. It wasn't at what the, anyone at wanted at the time.
1: In the then context, I think that's fair. And it
0: wasn't what people wanted, right? No. We wanted a TV contract, not something we have to pay for to see something that we have no idea what it's going to look like, right? right? Uh, and then, uh, Carrying Cross returns to WWE. Also, I think it's um. That's an
1: FNS favorite. Just I Carrying think... Cross <laughs> returning is not of interest to <laughs> either I've, of us. I think it's shooting in um. Universal Studios or whatever where they do dark sometimes. Oh yeah. Uh, ROHs. Not nice. Caring cross. I don't <laughs> I mean he was doing a movie or something, wasn't he? Or he was doing something, remember, before he came back? Yeah, I can't remember what it he's was. He's in control your narrative, right? So he's a weirdo. Right.
0: Probably. Uh for me Rick Flair's oh, retirement was the biggest non story of the year. Not only um has Rick been demonstrated to be a pretty horrible person. That dark side of the ring thing was last year, right? Yeah. Uh last year or tail end of i don't know the next one at least early in the year but he doesn't deserve much attention and i have very little faith. which is all that show was right the last match. there were some good matches on that show though Mm -hmm. but not that one obviously uh and i little faith that it's his last match he he, almost right after it was talking about going (laughs) to do even though it should be like oh it should be Uh, and then i'm just ready for him to go away right and drop off the wrestling radar altogether but it seems like enough time has passed since all of the stuff on the flight from hell came out and it's kind of like, Oh, we were back to sort of bringing him back a little bit. So the status quo is not changed. That storyline just had no interest for me. I did cherry pick a couple matches from the show, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that was my winner here. I'm going to have to agree with that. Like who cares? It's
1: happened like five times. <laughs> right. It's wrestling's ultimate boy who cried wolf. Um, It was made even worse this year by the fact that we had a whole show around it. So you really get the attention on it. And it culminated with like a really bad match. Like that could be in the worst match. The really bad. Yeah. Like it's just like he's bad. It was so bad, and I like, couldn't have cared less when he retired again. But then he might come back. Like what? Mm-hmm. Like doesn't make sense. Honorable mention to Karen Cross because he sucks. It's true. He does.
0: Really? Uh, next category, a fun one, I think, is worst on the mic. Uh,
1: Zion Quinn, uh, Von Wagner, AJ Galante, Dominic Mysterio, mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa. Yeah, <laughs> she's pretty bad. And yes. uh,
0: Schism. Largely because of what is written for them. Um, they just don't really say yep. anything. And AJ Galante I almost forgot because he was only on it for a oh, few I weeks, almost forgot. I, I kind of remember, was but I still terrible. Um, you're first this time, so go ahead. Oh me.
1: Um, yep. so honorable mentions to Dom and Rosa because um, in that one USO's promo against the Judgment Day, which I don't think I don't know if that I think that counts as this year, but also mention because it, it's related to Dominic. Like the USOs were awesome, uh, and then Dom's just he sucks. He's so bad. Especially <laughs> I, I don't mind him right now. Well, even just the way he just, he's just so unnatural right now. It was kind of like Logan Paul's face promos. Honorable mention to Logan Paul's face promos. Uh-huh. Um, Also, most of the last year, though, he was still babyface Dom. Right. At least, like, over half of That's the year, true. right? So that, that has to be a factor as well. Like, I still don't think he's that great on the mic in the Judgment Day. And this is Dom being, this is much better Dom, mm-hmm. but still, Dom Dom no good. And also to Rosa, because her promos are pretty bad most of the time. And she was champion. She so was disappointing as y- y- champion. You got to factor that in. Yep. Uh, but I got to pick Von Wagner. He's like Jack Swagger with half the charisma, which is not good. You're not or a great Hager. starting point. No, you're actually really bad. And just as much of a lisp, which is not his fault. But that's going to be factoring here when it's really annoying. Um, He's really off on the ring and after the mic. See, wrestling ability. Um, Charisma Black Hole, as they say. Um, speech of him isn't his fault, like I said. But it does make things worse. Like, that's not doing him favors let's just say yep um i still don't know what his gimmick is and he's just like he's so bad at no wonder they had to stick robert stone on him and even still you got to hear von wagner be von wagner at
0: least they're turning it into a, his story right now that even robert stone is basically like you have no personality you make no connection to anyone in the world you need to so it's it's so bad that they have acknowledged it and are turning it into a storyline it feels like um and yeah he doesn't say much but when he does it's incredibly awkward and that is von wagner So he spent a good chunk of 2022 getting far too much attention in NXT. Um, He's really big. His matches are pretty bland, and his promos are pretty much cringe-inducing, even though he only gets a couple lines, generally each one. I think he's improved in the ring lately. Like He's had a couple matches I haven't strongly disliked, but still, whenever he speaks, it is awful. Um, And he also seems like they've moved him a bit to the back burner. Like They thought he would improve quicker than he has, maybe in all areas not just in the ring, so it makes sense to me that they've sort of cooled to him a little bit. His promos are brutal, and he really doesn't have any character at all. All right, next category is Worst Character. This one was really easy for me. Who are our nominees? Uh, Scripps, Axiom, Wendy Chu, Maximum, mill Models, and Butch. That's a really strong list of nominees, I have to say, right? It's all very fair. Because... Uh, most a lot of them, three sixty percent of them are from NXT with Wendy Chu, right, with her wearing pajamas and bringing pillows and all kind. All, half of her move set is like some sort of nod to her napping or sleeping, and which is um, just
1: a stupid gimmick. That, that that's it.
0: Axiom drives me crazy too because he's so amazing in the ring, but he's saddled with this mathematician superhero in a mask gimmick, which is ridiculous. But they both pale in comparison to my Runaway winner in this, even though it was very late in the year, right? And very few appearances. That's how ridiculous this was. Um, So, Script easily wins this for me. The vignettes ahead of his debut didn't make much sense, right? Like, he's this breaking into the place and vandalizing and graffitiing and whatnot. We um, should have
1: put him in Retribution.
0: And, and once he debuted, it even made less sense, right? That Ring Gear was embarrassing it's one of the worst masks i've ever seen it's one of the worst ring gears peer- this, right. the whole piece and then it made me laugh even harder when i realized it was reggie and even when, when he does the little gesture like uh the pen stroke that he's doing it so lame. it's so bad they and i put because i'd started this a long time ago i put they need to pull the plug on this character asap and i don't think he's appeared on nxt tv since right he's he was on maybe level up. three or four times and it's just been awful like it's it's i don't It's so bad that it's one of those things where I need to know who pitched this idea and who was like, yes, this is what we should do. It's baffling to me that anybody thought of this and that some other people were like supportive of the idea.
1: And someone designed that and actually made it.
0: And so easily. Yeah, it looked like they went to like a party store. They changed his outfit a little bit. I think the second time he came out. But it looked like they went to a party store and bought one of those cheap costumes in a bag that you get that are really (laughs) thin, crappy material. And then just a ridiculous mask, so easily oh, won. I
1: still don't get what that mask was.
0: Easily won for me. Um, I really want to pick scripts. I,
1: I, I do. But uh, he came too late in the year and he wasn't very prominent, so I'm going to pick Butch. <laughs> um, that's fair. I mean, uh, partly because we love Pete Dunne so much, well, Pete right? Pete Dunne's my boy.
0: So this is frustrating.
1: The ridiculousness and stupidity of it did regress a little in the later in the year, so that's... He became like, less be of a pet
0: and more of a human.
1: Yeah, which is a weird thing to say. But, but true. It's accurate. Yeah. Um, but still I can never forgive them for what they did to old good old Peter Dune. I never will. Uh Dunn was one of the last favorites I had left in NXT, even though it sucked, he was still there. Um, bruiserweight was just peak peak wrestling. So easy um, for him and so good. And right? he's ever effortlessly cool. Like if yes. he brought that to the main roster. That would be cool if you had Pete Dunn, not Butch. Pete Dunn beat mm-hmm. Gunther. That would be cool to me. Okay, um, just as he was good on the mic too. Like he, in later in his NXT run, like 2021, he was getting good on the mic. Like I, I liked him, and he was he was in phenomenal I liked shape a lot too. Of his like he, he's a cool looking dude. Yep. Um, he got plucked on, dropped on the main roster, which is bad enough in the Vince McMahon era, but as Butch, not as Pete Dunn, where he could still get screwed. As Butch, like Sheamus and Ridge Holland's crazed attack dog like this brawl test dog, he would just keep attacking the Nune being up. Like it was so weird. He was like a weird rabid pet like he was and they could barely control him and like he had little actual personality. And remember like he used to wear those weird tight pants and like a white tank top and suspenders, which is just brutal. Like I hate it. He albeit he has he has been given his Pete Dunn gear back. Albeit with the stupid brawling bruise logos, which doesn't make it that great. But he's still Butch and the elements are done are kinda of visible now. Right. But he's still too much of that mindless brawler and lacks any of the intelligence or personality as a bruiser weight. Like he does kind of wrestle a little more like Pete Dunn. He dresses more like Pete Dunn in the in the matches, I still think, in promos. He like but like he's like he's going along with their sch- stick where he's like chain like fight night and like mm-hmm. banger after like he's like he he has very little personality of his own. Like he's just you could replace him with any other British dude on the roster, and it would be pretty much the same. Cause like he has nothing to him. It was a crap game to begin with, and since this, even though the slight improvements,
0: it's still bad. Cause he's just like he's nothing. He's so good that he shouldn't be the third part of any group. No, I don't he's, think right. I
1: I think he's the least interesting of in the group. And right, I, and it should never. And that's what Rich Holland, and I don't like Rich Holland. Right. It'd be done, man. Like, I I agree. It's ridiculous.
0: Uh, so next category, we're going to worst weekly TV show, which wasn't super easy. I found this year, so I think we don't have the same one. So you go ahead and go first. Nominees, I Uh, guess.
1: Rampage, NXT 2.0, and Impact.
0: Right. Which you watch some of each of those if you're around, sort of thing. I watch all of NXT and all of Impact, and sometimes Rampage when something interests me. Mm -hmm. So, what was your choice? Um it's easy it's nxt 2.0 it was just abysmal i haven't watched a full
1: show since in over a year and i don't feel ashamed at all um it was awful. anytime i watch bits of it or when it was on like when you're watching our eclipses on instagram the they're either bad cringy stupid or mediocre at best um it's hard for stars like Melo to rise above the oppression that was the crap hole of 2.0 and he did but still um even when they changed it to what it is today it still really hasn't changed much other than aesthetic in some matches are better and they're getting um,
0: some more, more more established talent it still
1: produces a lot of stuff i've seen all week so many of the talents are horrible like they're brought on the tv so- too soon yes majority of them can't act their writing is horrible like you said for the stuff like the schism i don't even know what that is and they're ruining good people like a kid not a lot of personality, He's but awesome. they ruined him. Yeah. They ruined grizzled young veterans who were awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think J.D. McDonough is a fair exception. He's still pretty solid. He is. But like, they they ruined so many people. It's just like, and honestly, it seems like a, I feel bad for Rox Otter. That's a bad start for her. Like, Vaughn Wagner's just brutal. Like, I don't know. And like Daba Kato, why is he back there? I know. Odd choices like bringing back New Day and Dolph Ziggler. Right um it's just it's so bad like it's
0: no it's not as bad as 2.0 but I get what you're saying just
1: NXT in general so NXT 2.0 especially it's fall from grace that has to be noted again
0: if they kept 2.0 it would have for sure won for me there's no way around that but it's recovered somewhat and there's usually a match or two that I enjoy on the show for me and I feel a little bad choosing this because we don't watch it a ton but that's part of the problem it's rampage wins for me um, there's been very few weeks where we felt the need to check it out because we love AEW. It's easily my favorite show every week, easily. Yet for whatever reason, partly due to the time period it's on, yeah, that's time part slot. Of it.
1: I'd I'd be more bothered to check it out
0: if it was easy. But I just I feel like mat matches are like randomly set up and they're not very often super interesting. There's once I would say every yeah. like three weeks or so where we're like, yeah, we should check it out. But but for me, like it's like Rampage had some
1: really good gems, and then like you had Cole and page in the like the it's been a while death match like i can't think i know there has been some though that doesn't help my point but like and to me it's like i don't really watch rampage or nxt but to me uh rampage is more of a byproduct of a the time slot and be like it's not super interesting but it's not that it's bad it's like nxt i'm
0: deliberately not watching it rampage i think too it's because my expectations right i don't expect a ton from nxt i don't expect a ton from Impact but Dynamite's an awesome show and we always talk about they have too many people on the roster they should be using this hour of TV to do something whether it's more women's content or whatever and i just feel like they're not and then Tony Khan keeps saying i'm going to you know um treat it really seriously and make Rampage a show to watch and then it kind of is for a couple weeks and then they forget all about it again so it really feels like an afterthought when they could really use more time to develop and get more people involved right so i think it's partly i'm just the expectations I have that they're falling well short of that gets the award for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Next category is a lot of competition in this one from WWE and that's worst pay-per-view slash PLE, I guess we should say. Let's um, be honest. It's PLE. None of the AWP are making it. All those are good. So, and honestly, the, the ones in impact again, I don't have super high expectations and they're usually a couple matches. I enjoy. They're also not like super major. No, they're not. And I, more WWE pay-per-views or PLEs I have disliked top to bottom almost, right? Like sometimes I'm struggling to find a match or two that I thought was pretty good. There's a lot of us being very just kind of meh about WWE. Mm-hmm. Not And I, a lot of
1: the Impact ones I feel like you at least had Bailey or Alexander in there.
0: Yeah, I will say I mean we'll review it probably on Saturday. I thought Elimination Chamber was one of the better pay-per-views I've seen or PLEs I've seen in a while from main roster mm-hmm. WWE, right? So um, you gotta throw in the four main roster, right? So what? Sorry, what are our nominees for this? Uh, Wrestlemania. Both days, pick one. To be honest, both of them. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll, <laughs> throw them as, as a as whole, a you, yes. as an experience. Yes, okay. Uh,
1: Royal Rumble. Yeah, awful. Which pains me to say. Uh, Elimination Chamber, which was. Saudi chamber so for last year. this
0: because if you're a regular listener you know my memory i actually went and pulled up all my notes on these to be like oh yeah that was really bad oh, we didn't yeah. watch Saudi chamber that, but i've heard no. really bad things about it anyway right. so that, that totally makes sense like yep. I, have, I watched like the
1: cultaholic ranking that was this is that was their worst of the year yeah um and i but they were also people who like the mania yeah yeah and extreme rules which was to be fair it was actually extreme mm-hmm. uh
0: so i guess this it's is you it's my turn to go first, and this one was easy for me because even though I said I had to go and look up some of these pay-per-views, I did not have to look up WrestleMania and that's what wins for me. So many of my worst match nominees are going to come from those two days. And this is supposed to be the biggest and best show of the year, right? I and I you know me, I do not use this word very often. I pretty much hated WrestleMania this year <laughs> with It's two nights, like just too many celebrities in matches. I guess at the end of the day, the problem is WrestleMania is not for us, right? Like it's not for hardcore wrestling fans who are, it's for, they're trying to get the marginal fans in. They're trying to get the people who don't generally watch wrestling. And that's why there's just too many celebrities in matches, too many retired performers in matches. And really over those two days, there was only a couple of good matches. I think maybe I liked one each night and really, really disliked a lot of them. this was not a hard choice for me. Royal Rumble was really bad as well, I thought. And that's too bad because that's two of their biggest pay-per-views of the year, right? But and also Rumble something I, I always look forward to. Even right.
1: Like I feel like WrestleMania I could look forward to, but this was the year, honestly, I didn't. But Royal Rumble is like an exception to me. I always look forward to that.
0: Every year that passes, I'm looking less and less forward to Mania. Like, it's just kind of like, yeah, we'll watch it. This but was the first year no I was just like, for me. no. Yeah, it was awful. Both nights, any night, all the nights, WrestleMania wins easily for me. But,
1: but, Especially
0: but. when you consider this is the Super Bowl of wrestling, and it was trash.
1: And um, let's not forget, it was the most stupendous one. Absolutely. In history. Super stupendous. So that, that can only mean this year has to be worse. That was the most stupendous one.
0: Well, it might not be worse, but it'll at least be less stupendous. Well, it could be even more stupendous, and then it becomes the most stupendous.
1: How do you be more stupendous than that? We tough. had the, the biggest WrestleMania match of all time.
0: I feel like you might agree with me on this one.
1: There might that's
0: that might be possible. Well, go ahead. You haven't said yours yet. Um, will mention the rumble for
1: ruining one of the only things I look <laughs> forward to in the year, especially from them. Yep. I think it's that money in the bank. That's it. Um, but that redeemed himself in the slightest because that opener was one of my favorite things of the year. That's true. We love that. I, I, I love that. That was probably that might be my favorite thing they did all year, and like that the rumble this year was similar because like they had the the ending. Right, which was but, fantastic. But the, the rumbles match stuff. The yeah. rumbles this year uh were somewhat redeeming because the they're okay, the yeah. one this year was okay. The, the the rumble last year was horrible. Anywho, the worst one has to go to WrestleMania 30 as a whole, the whole shebang. Yep. Uh more matches, more time to wow you, and it falls short the most. Uh thirty seven, uh, in twenty twenty one had a lot more things to love, I think. This year they're far they're far and few between. Um you had the awful jackass match. Make no mistake, uh, that was not entertaining it'll come up later it wasn't. i promise All right? and i don't care what people say that was probably Sami zane's low point of the year because he was on fire just, this year he enjoyed doing it and but... this
0: was not if you enjoyed doing it sure but like he's also a company guy so i don't know yeah I don't right know. who knows
1: uh pat McAfee versus theory was lame and then they made the baffling decision of steve austin main event <laughs> the first night with a lame segment and an equally lame match had me on the brink of slumber i was like I was almost... I was clinging on to consciousness in that match. You were...
0: Yes. You were in and out mm-hmm. of consciousness for and sure. And then
1: the even more baffling decision to have Vince McMahon wrestle... Yep. ...in 2022. Take a great center. Then stunner. the injury to Boogs killed the first night opener, if you remember. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, the Brutes squashed New Day in like less than a minute. What? The absence of both mid-card titles. They didn't even put the Andre Battle Royal on the pre-show. Right. Um. The main event of the supposed biggest main event of all time underwhelmed. To be polite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only good things were the Raw Women's Title match. I um, like that. Yes. And the return of Cody with the and the match with Rollins, which was pretty good. And I almost forgot about those because the show was so bad. Like never have I been less excited for main event. It was. It was really bad. It was. The best yeah. thing about it was probably the stage. And even then, like. And I
0: think a lot of people liked it, right? But again, I don't know just what... It just
1: made me feel like the only sober person at a drunk party.
0: <laughs> My uh, expectations, I guess, are different, but yeah, it wasn't good. it was real bad, man. So now we're going to uh, go to a big one here, which is worst promotion of the year. So who are nominees for that? Uh, NXT, WWE, and Impact Wrestling. I guess you could just go WWE, but... <laughs> yeah, but be separated a little bit, right? NXT is uh, kind of its own thing, although there's more and more main roster stuff bleeding into it. And I think it's your turn to go first. Um, no surprise here. Yeah, I went with NXT because I think
1: I said bad n- enough bad things about 2.0. It's undoubtedly the worst thing going on in wrestling. Uh, they changed it not, uh, yet, not much to change at all. Raw and SmackDown may be, not be great, but I think 2.0 sunk NXT far below. Either of them has yet to recover. But honorable mention of the main roster.
0: Yep, <laughs> I agree. Uh, for me, it's maybe controversial for some, but no promotion offers me less entertaining content than WWE outside of like bloodline stuff probably. Um NXT pay-per-views are for me consistently more entertaining partly cuz they're significantly shorter. They come in around 3 hours instead of feeling the need to push between 4 and 5. And my in- expectations honestly for impact are pretty low and they regularly meet or exceed them. But WWE, they're the largest wrestling company in the world with virtually unlimited resources. Yet when I try to watch their programming and I do turn- tune in every now and then, it's being recorded every week here. So sometimes when I'm bored, I'll flip it on. And I struggle to get through more than like twenty minutes to half an hour, right? There's always something that comes up that's just not interesting. And even when watching their PLEs now, very few of their matches are what I would say are I'm for me. I'm almost positive we didn't even watch the Raw after Mania this year. Probably. And that used to be something I would like that was appointment view Check-in point. Right. Uh so we often just watching the PLEs especially like come away asking ourselves if wwe style is just not for us right like if this is just a brand of wrestling that is not for us but we keep trying and we will keep trying in 2023 i think
1: that's been answered long ago but that doesn't stop me from continuing
0: to ask right uh next category is our worst match of the year lots of nominees here so go ahead run those down No shortage of options absolutely
1: uh the anything goes match the jackass match y'all know the drill uh, Owens and Austin from Mania Night One, A.K.A. the the Go to Sleep match. Right. Uh, McMahon and Pat McAfee. Oh, that's just weird. Um, Indy Hartwell, Lash Legend, Lash Legend, Electra Lopez. Liv Morgan,
0: Ronda Rousey, um, Extreme Rules. But honestly, you could pick any of them. And you missed the Money in the Bank women's match. There uh, is in there. Oh, well. women's My my, my mistake. I thought that sure. considering I love those matches, I was not. Um, you very know, disappointed. I'd say
1: like I I have other honorable mentions from the nominee list, but honorable mention to like the Rumble match, the men's Rumble. Yep, this year was, was particularly abysmal.
0: Um, I feel like there was something else that's really bad too. Oh, I'm sure there was. I can't think of it right now, but so I think it's me this time. I think so. So WrestleMania gave me several options here, and they were all the front runners for me. Just again because of the attention it gets. Like yes, Last Legend had a few awful matches, but she's new. She's on NXT. She barely on NXT. They've also backburnered her at this point. But the mo- the match that annoyed me the most had to easily be Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. So it wins. As soon as I saw Knoxville come out in that ring gear and all of the props in the ring looking like it was uh. A sh- double dare or Nickelodeon or giant something. Giant hand, mouse trap table, giant mouse trap. And the mousetrap trap malfunctioned, I think, too. Right? I hated every moment of this match. I felt awful for Sami Zayn, who is a gigantic talent, as we see now. Right? Even though he did say he loved doing the match, so good for him. But I thought this was absolutely awful. And That's like saying Butch likes being, or Pete Dunne likes being Butch.
1: I don't care. I don't like it.
0: I know people like this match, but I can't remember a bigger waste of my time on a major pay-per-view PLE in recent history. Like I just groaned and I've just, this match was just awful. Mm -hmm. It's just not what I want. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm not a big comedy guy in wrestling. And this was like, an overdose of it for sure. So, you? I think this
1: category really makes it obvious why WrestleMania was the worst show of the year. It like definitely. Three does. matches from one exactly. show here, right? And if you really, I think WrestleMania Night 2 is clearly the worst choice because you have two matches from, from there. Right. And honestly, I'd go Honorable Mention to Pat McAfee's other matches. Maybe not the Theory one because I don't really remember it because who cares. But the Corbin one was really bad. Yeah. Um. But Honorable Mention's mainly to the Jackass match. Like you said, for being balls out stupid, that was just, I hate it. Uh, Into Austin versus Owens for literally, I almost fell asleep. I cannot stress, and I don't do that. I, when I watch stuff, I don't fall asleep. Other than now, like when I'm up really late watching like an episode of Jokers I fall asleep but that's just like randomly this one This one I was like it wasn't crazy late I was trying not to sleep like I was but I think part of the blame is too like
0: nothing on the show was was giving you any energy the whole show really drained and so by the end you're just like oh my goodness and this is terrible too
1: Steve Austin main evented Wrestlemania in 2022 19 years after his last main match like that's this is like Edge winning the rumble like um 11 years after his first one times a <laughs> thousand. Um but I have to p- I'm going to pick McAfee versus Vince cuz just that the sheer absurdity of that alone is just mind-boggling. Uh it was re- it was pretty short but it was easily the worst thing I had seen all year. It was horrible. Like Vince could barely do anything other than like half ass flabby clotheslines. And do you remember the finish when he like he punted the football into mcafee's like
0: that's stomach. why i'm laughing because we and, actually share this document and we don't normally on our yeah. weekly shows and i've forgotten that until i'm reading your <laughs> notes and that's why i was just laughing oh yes. uh, yeah
1: to 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 win like that was his that was the finish it was it was horrible beyond compare and like this doesn't it wasn't in the match but i think it kind of contributes so Was oh let's yeah not forget his stunner yeah let's not forget that okay that w- i'll admit that was one of the funniest things i've ever seen oh but we was laughed. it horrible
0: we laughed and oh, laughed, yeah. and laughed. <laughs>
1: I'd pay to see that for the first time and again. And they only but... show
0: it from one angle that makes it look less bad. I now. Know They'll never could, go back. I don't even there. know
1: if you could make it look less bad. It was it's so bad. Yep.
0: Um that was usually the worst thing of the year. Vince McMahon wrestled this year. What the hell happened this right. year?
1: And then he retired and then un- like what happened this year? Crazy. You know,
0: like so um nice. next thing getting into some of the uh, individual and team awards, let's talk about worst tag team of the year nominees. Current
1: AEW tag champs the guns yeah we made so this funny. list
0: before their recent push but before uh, the ftr funeral too so they're still so. on there because that's 2023 so it doesn't count
1: it's true slight progression though i will say yep uh, since then uh the current hit row sans swerve yes not the swerve one the new one yeah they really like that was you could put that in worse comeback but i don't even think it was the comeback was bad it's just the run since then like
0: i've heard some people saying that it looks like they're kind of done with hit row and that they've sort of yeah. They're gonna be like jobbers at best kind of thing. That
1: makes sense like a maximum model level. Yeah. That makes
0: sense to me. Because like I mean, we also had the top
1: dollar botch. That was <laughs> Oh awesome. my god, that was awesome. oh uh, next year we should do botch of the year. Yeah, that That'd would be pr-
0: that would probably win for me. Yeah. It was amazing. um
1: so I guess honorable award there is the botch of the year. But um and like just to me, like I mean, I'm just talking about this before our picks, but I just kinda wanted to talk about heroes, like it's really not the same without Swerve. That whole no. formation was really cool. And Swerve just really made that group to me. That was the any star power. Because I feel like they're a solid mid card team, but I feel like you need something else to elevate them as like a, a worthwhile thing on TV. And that was Swerve to me, right? Because B Fab is. Well,
0: it felt weird. like he was like the, I don't know, like a hip hop star and they were his entourage. And it was cool. Yeah. Because they would do their little me, vignettes in the studio and stuff, right? I like. That way better than mogul affiliates. Like, I think, yeah, if,
1: if I could have hit row and AEW instead of mogul affiliates, I would definitely do that. Yep. And I love the theme too. And like, they would wrap it up. Even BFab was cool. was
0: cool until she wrestled, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> and then and she was that's incredible. The
1: issue. So, they're not good. Uh, dyad, which pains me to say because Chris's young veterans were. Awesome. I
0: feel bad for them. I I love Grizzly Young Veterans, and when they came to NXT, that was cool too. But then they could save Pete Dunne and them and put them together as a little faction on main roster, right? Just bring them back to their old. Mm. Let him be the leader and love let them be heels. that. that yeah, would be awesome.
1: Too. Yeah, like I remember when they won the UK tag. I was oh, I love James
0: Drake. They're good.
1: That was awesome, and now they suck.
0: And um, Gibson's so good at talking, and they've taken away. They've made him speak in looks the like dyad such an language idiot too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he'll talk like that and he shaved his beard and he's got the cane eyes.
0: And his promos he would cut walking to the ring were oh, some awesome. of my favorite things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Good Brothers, that figures.
1: Mhm. Uh Briggs and Jensen cuz NXT. Yeah. And Toxic Attraction.
0: Yeah. Uh who's first? I forget. Uh you. Me? Yeah. Pretty
1: sure. Yes, you're right. Um it's kind of hard to pick cuz like there's a lot of bad ones here, but I don't think there's like a standout of the pack, which I feel like sometimes there is. Oh, there is for me. Oh, really? (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. Um, I think I'd have to take Briggs and Jensen though. Their gimmick was really crap the whole time. Their tag offense is extremely basic. I hate their tag finish. It's so horrible. It's just so basic. Like, and that signature where they slide out of the ring and just punch them. Yeah. And their, their tag offense is like the most basic boring crap I've ever seen. Uh, any promo I've seen is really bad, and that's part of the NXT writing, but also just I don't think they're very good. Um, they had a crap nothing wrong with UK tag titles. That still baffles me. I don't like anything they did. I can't think of worse. Um, guns were more redeeming, especially recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but Briggs & Genton were the worst.
0: Yeah, they're improved. They're acting for me right now, but they're in a really brutal storyline with Kiana James and Fallon Henley. But uh, So for me... Uh, they wrestled more than half of the year with Impact Wrestling before leaving, which means I, it was nice because I had to endure watching them a lot less because they were in a company I didn't watch anymore. But no surprise to anyone who listens to us. It's the Good Brothers. They win for me. Um, match quality has slipped. Uh, Gallows is just not very good anymore. He's lost a step. I don't really think he seems to care about anything other than high profile matches. They're not interested in making anybody look any better. Their promos are self-indulgent. They're just shilling their own merchandise, especially in Impact, less so in WWE. And like I said, they're not looking to elevate anyone. They are looking to make themselves look good. Um, I struggle to watch anything that these guys do. Carl Anderson sort of gets lumped in with Gallows. I don't have a huge issue with Anderson, but just as a tag team, they're not helping anybody, and I don't think they're good. So uh, they infuriate me. Their theme, all of their actions, their promos, everything. It's the Good Brothers. All right. So now we are into Worst Female Wrestler of the Year. Lots of nominees here. So go Uh, ahead. Lash Legend, Anna J, Jade Cargo, Shotzi Blackheart, mm -hmm. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Uh, Play, and Liv Morgan. Play being Marina Shafir, yes. And then I had a note.
1: Duke dropped off the radar. Yes. I had
0: a note there that says there's plenty more in NXT and internet AEW but they don't receive much time or attention, so I did not include them, right? Again, looking at people who actually get some time. So Red guess, Velvet kind of sucks. This is me. So Wait. Oh, wait, no cargo's on there. Yes, she is. For the, <laughs> for the spot she's been given and the amount of attention she gets, I went with Ronda Rousey again for this award. Uh, as we talked about previously, she seems to have regressed in the ring and just doesn't look like she cares. I She's borderline unwatchable at this point for me, right? I have no interest in seeing her. I know I was never a huge fan, but I kind of understood what WWE saw in her and what they were going for in her first run, which was light years ahead of this one. It used to make sense back in the day. But now I'm not sure what she brings at all. So because she's really not good in the ring anymore, I don't know how that happened, and she's given a super mega high profile spot. And the
1: bad matches she
0: gave us this year. She wins for me. Mm Um,
1: honorable mentions go to Lash Legend for just being all around horrible. She's pretty um, bad. Shotty's still as bad as the day. I vowed to always hate her. Um, Anna J for that uh, corner thigh of doom. Right. Dish, no. no. Uh, Liv Morgan for the over the over hype and then also how bad her whole thing turned out. And Shafir for sucking just as bad as twenty eighteen NXT.
0: She's, yeah, she had some rough matches.
1: Actually, one more honorable mention to Jade Cargo, who we. I think a lot of people expected good things for it, and I think reasonably
0: so. And just she's just really plateaued. She would have been because of the same sort of criteria as Rousey. She would be my second choice, right? Because she's a champion, she's undefeated, she's having this huge run, and she, she just had a title run the whole year. And you could be remiss for forgetting that. And she's just okay in the ring. Like every match feels the same. They're not getting bit better. It sh- it should have gone high better. Hopes. Like yes. uh, yeah,
1: I at last, or I guess twenty twenty one now, or the beginning of last year, like. I think it'd be surprising for her to be here, but mm-hmm. it's just it's really plateaued in the ring, in the on the mic. And she's not brand new anymore, so we no. have to expect a little bit more. Right. I don't feel like we're you getting it. You kinda have to yeah. start thinking like that. Yep. Um but I'm gonna have to go with Rousey as well. She's not good enough in any sense for how much she was on TV, like you said. I didn't like any of her matches and they were so like oh, they're so bad. Uh it feels like the first one was a different former UFC star and this one feels more like right this feels more right if this run preceded the first one. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that one was great. This yes, one feels re- like regression. this feels like the learning steps, but yes. now it's after. So it is a huge regression. Uh gone were the electrifying first matches and the title wins. Gone were the hot feuds opposite Flair and Lynch. Um and in were the mediocre returns. Um a boring title win, lukewarm or bad feuds with Flair, Morgan and Shotzi, and a meh tag team with Shayna Baszler. Poor Shayna Baszler, may
0: I add. <laughs> um Rousey gets to hear no doubt. Like she was just really bad this year. Yep, she was. All right, so now let's move into Worst Male Wrestler of the Year. That is our final award this year, the big prize. Who are our nominees? Um, we
1: have Omos. Fair. Shocker. Uh, Von Wagner, mm-hmm. Zion Quinn, Luke Gallows, Sting, Karen Cross, no shocker there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dominic Mysterio, Baron Corbin, and Pat McAfee.
0: Yeah, Zion Quinn's kind of disappeared, but he had some really rough matches. Oh, I still hate his finisher. So I believe it is your turn to go first.
1: Our um, old mentions go to Von Wagner for being, I, I hate I hate him so much. You're not a fan. Uh, Dom Mysterio. Also not a fan. For being the son of Rey Mysterio and still sucking. Right. And Vince McMahon, this way he only had one match that was still horrendous. Um, so I came close to picking a few people, but I think I've landed on who I want. Um, I was close to Cross because he's never been anything resembling good. But he was really like like he wasn't, you know, um sorry, super prominent this year. Like yeah. I feel like twenty twenty one though, because he was NXT champion, he sucked hard. Yep. But this year honestly I didn't see him that much and I I wanna pick him just to be mean, but uh, we already we already did that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> Leave it to me then. Pat McAfee was um pretty bad, even like, even if he only had a few matches. If we did worse celebrity or guest wrestler, he'd probably take it from me because Logan Paul as people much love I him, hate him. More. Logan Paul, you you can at least like he's good. He did good like yep. in the Ro- the Roman match like that was he's objectively like gifted in the ring. So that's I hate to say fair. it, but yes. oh yeah, and I hate that even more. But like just. You have to respect that a bit, right? And Dominic was bad. Uh, but I think he kinda turned around with the heel turn. Like we I were waiting so. for that a while. Quinn Wagner, horrible, not that prominent. So I'm gonna pick Omos nice um they tried their hardest to push him this whole year at least most of the year before Mm -hmm. triple even when triple h took over um if you remember like aj freaking styles had to put him over like and that didn't work like they tried to do kind of a Shawn michaels diesel thing i feel like and they did AJ Styles put him over man and it's still nothing to so many pointless squash matches to that boring feud with lashes that stunk out the joint um a few times uh to the absolute dud with Strowman, <laughs> yep um to needlessly beating guys like gargana who didn't need that loss like that was horrible and even adding mvp to him did nothing at yeah. all like the that MVP's elevated good. lashley a lot but that's because lashley's actually talented yes um his offense is incredibly and basic and slow even for a big guy he's just as bad if not worse than the great khali uh he's just as much of a charisma magnet night nigeria prison match mm-hmm. Right. Um, anytime I see him in a match, I'm automatically uninterested. Like most of his offense is like picking up someone really high because he's really, really tall. In he, case he is know. really tall. And uh, just dropping them. Like his finisher is the Punjabi Plunge. Um, everything he did bored us all and sucked hard. Made worse by how much you could clearly tell they were trying with him. Like even when Triple H um even when i thought he was easing up on it it clearly wasn't over um i've heard he might be in the redone hurt business if Yikes. they do that i hope not for the love unless of god unless he sat and him singing and he just stands there i don't even, and I don't a even little want little affiliate with that whatsoever he's just horrible worst hands down because he he had a solid presentation throughout the year so that that gets it for me it's kind of a rousy thing i really like
0: your choice um i went different just to be different but Part of the issue with Omos, too, is not only is he awful on offense, but he's so big it, it limits everybody in the ring with him, right? Mm-hmm. What they can do to him is limited. I think the best thing he was limited. involved was when he got take, taken out of Money in the Bank
1: and they all had to Gang up on him because they put him through the thing.
0: So I'm choosing this based on just opportunities this guy gets um, and seems to not do anything with them once he has them. So he has a great look. He had a great entrance and part of a duo that really, really looked great on camera, right? And then, as they say, the bell rings, and it's bland, and he just... So it's carry and cross for me. I know he didn't get a ton of attention, but I think the plan was that he would, right? He's this large, intimidating-looking man who, for some reason, doesn't connect for me. I feel like for a lot of people in the ring, he's kind of slow. His offense lacks any real believable impact, right? Like His strikes and things look really bad most of the time really not boring or sorry just i really find him boring uh, just a large disconnect between his presentation because his entrance in nxt was awesome right like he that thing with scarlet was fantastic kind of does it i think and, yeah um and it's just his performance once he starts is, uh, his presentation is a little bit awful now that he has hair he's not believable as what they're presenting him as and he just bothers both of us so that makes him my worst wrestler of the year All right, so I think that's bringing us to the end. We got just about an hour. That's pretty good, not bad. Uh, So apologize again for the delay on this, but you know, it's a busy time of year and we We got it out. We did it is the point. We got it out before the end of February. We promised it was coming. It finally got here. So we appreciate you taking some time out to listen to this if you did. We'll definitely be back here on Saturday. I believe it is episode 136, where we'll quickly run down Elimination Chamber, AEW Dynamite. Some high spots and rest hold from impact and NXT probably and SmackDown and Raw. So a lot of content on our weekly what I call flagship show. If you haven't checked it out, please do. If you'd like to uh, reach out, leave a comment to us, you can do that either emailing us at fnswrestling at gmail.com. You can leave a message on Instagram if Jack ever checks. FNS underscore wrestling underscore podcast is where we are on Instagram and you can leave a comment on youtube we don't get many or any but uh, people listen they don't leave a lot of comments but if you do i promise i will reply to you so anyways anything else to add before we go um no no we're going to watch raw tonight
1: ha. nope we're going to review the nation chamber too <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right
0: uh so i guess that's going to wrap it up we'll be back here next saturday for 136 and until then everybody take care